play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Uh, Eric is the co-host for this show. Chris moved. He's going to be busy for a bit, so I'm going to have Eric helping out and maybe a few other people coming and joining me from time to time. And we are going to keep marching on with SLC Punkcast. Uh, we are a punk rock interview and review show. Thank you for joining. Eric, thank you for joining me and co-hosting this. Oh, I'm loving this so far. We're keeping the ship afloat. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new stuff that's coming out. I don't know if you know of a lot of this stuff. This is a lot of the stuff that we come across. Uh, I have a, an ongoing list. A lot of this stuff, super cool. I've already heard. Some of it I haven't even had a chance to yet. Uh, first off, we're going to go with Two Minute Minor. They put out their uh, LP. I think it's an LP. Hard to say because a lot of their songs are really short, but they're cool, <laughs> old-school, hardcore sound. They're from Chicago. It's Snake That Ate Its Own Tail came out on July 1st. Uh, Long Shot Odds, Circle the Drain. That, that two-minute minor is awesome. Uh, I've heard one track off of Long Shot Odds, and it was just earlier today. Looking forward to the rest of that. That was uh, had a cool sound. That was July 2nd. Uh, on Steel Town Records, they released... A Various Artists compilation of Lounder Keller, Volume 5. They've done a whole bunch of that. Uh, bands, I should know this. I think they're from the Netherlands. I forget. Anyway, a bunch of bands. Uh, it's a cool uh, EP. They, they put, a, I think it's like seven or eight bands on it. So it's a cool compilation. That came out July 4th. Savage Beat and Death Ridge Boys are, uh, put out a split EP because those bands are traveling. I think they're just starting either today or maybe yesterday uh, a co-tour. So uh, Savage Beat coming over from Europe, Death Ridge Boys from the Portland area, and they came out with a split EP for this joint tour that they're doing called Savage Death. Nice. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, two bands I really love. Joey Cape came out with a solo album. Let Me Know When You Give Up. That was July 5th. Die My Demon came out with Fear the One. That Kills the Soul on July 5th. Rod of Correction came out with, If my, if Mike makes right, then the rod is God. <laughs> that was July 5th. The Revolts came out with Leeches. It was a three-track single on July 5th. Long Story Short came out with The Stranded EP July 5th. Chilton came out with Little Birds on July 5th. And if I'm not mistaken, it had... Uh, I, I forget guy that was in the descendants and in all he somebody got uh, talked him into they were a friend of his joining that band and they put that band together so that might be one people are interested in just because of who's in that band so you might want to <laughs> go check out Chilton came out July 5th Vol Volkov I might be saying that wrong Volkov there you go Volkov they came out with the album Fat, Rich, and Sad on July 5th. Mega came out with Narcissistic Punk Rock Disorder on July 5th. <laughs> uh, the Detained came out with what they titled as Demo 19, but it was just the song Constrained. It was a single, but it was really cool. I like the band uh, Detained, so it's a cool track. You can go check that out on their Bandcamp page. That was July 8th. Antilectuals, another one of those bands. They're from Nijmegen in the Netherlands. <laughs> and... 
Neej McGinn. Like, uh, I don't know, two years ago, they opted not to do the album route anymore. So people aren't familiar. Eric's in bands. Eric yeah. plays. Eric, tell us the, the, the bands that you're in. Uh, some of them. Well, the my main priority right now is my band is Anonymous. We're uh, a metal-tinged, sort of thrashy, hardcore band. Uh, definitely more on the metal side. Uh, got one single out that's coming up on this uh, compilation that will be released in uh, July 15th for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. It will be all proceeds for that. <clears throat> all proceeds for any uh, any sales we make on that will go to that organization. And my other band, Suburban Hell Kill, is alive and well. We've been through uh, the ringer with a few uh, different members coming in and out. And we now have locked down a new drummer. And we will be playing a show in August uh, 13th or 14th. Uh, we'll, we will put the actual date and the location on our <laughs> Facebook because I don't know it off the top of my head right now. Well, go and, find Suburban yeah. Health Club on Facebook. Yeah. We'll find us all on Facebook and uh, our Instagram as well. We don't do Twitter, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot less people are doing Twitter. Eric, oh, wow. Antilectual, a couple of years ago, started, instead of doing albums or even EPs, they're just doing a song, singles, and they're releasing singles. They've been doing that every few months. They get a single, they put it together, send it out, and they've been doing like a specific artwork. So you know you have album artwork. Well, they're doing actual song artwork that they're releasing with the single. They're doing T-shirts, stuff like that with each one, and that's just how they've opted hmm. to do it the last couple of years. I think it's kind of a cool concept. Is that something you... Or would do is or are you still into you know maybe the the story that the album's gonna tell or the EP you know what I mean? It depends on the band. Like uh, like I'm all for uh, getting a uh, getting a single or two out to kind of build the hype of a record if that is the intent. Uh, and yeah, like a, a lot of uh, a lot of records if there is uh, if there's a story that does kind of go in with a record and most of the time with punk rock songs it usually isn't right. Um. But I like the idea that they're doing with like a, just releasing a single every couple of months because that's like, okay, you'll go in, listen to one song, and that's like if you like it, you'll listen to it again. And you'll find there's not really a lot else to listen to besides this one song. So it's like, all right, let's listen to that again. And you kind of get more of a personal relationship with that, especially now that we're in the, uh, the age of digital information, sure. shit like that. So I was like, who's got time to listen to a full album anymore? <laughs> Antilectual <laughs> started off that route, but that's where they decided yeah. to go. So there's a, a whole handful, quite a few singles. You can just go back and, and check out the singles, all the different artwork. Uh, the last couple new releases that came out. Uh, so that was everything before today. We were recording on July 11th. That was released July 9th. Suspect Parts put out is putting out the EP tomorrow. You Know I Can't Say No EP on July 12th. Also on July 12th, we have Franks and Deans with their Surf and Turf. The Dolly Rots with Daydream Explosion on July 12th. And then on July 15th, Crossfire Collision with their album Deadlock. Resistance 77 is putting out a single on July 19th, which is Punk's Not Dead, But I'm Not Far Off, because those guys have been around <laughs> a long time. But they're, I'm looking forward to that. I've heard the teaser. It's pretty good. And then also on July 19th, for everybody, I'm sure you're familiar with these bands, Sum 41 is putting out Order in Decline. And Good Riddance is putting out Thoughts and Prayers So on July Sweet. 19th. So that's all the stuff that's new that has come out recently or is coming out. 
thank you for everybody joining us. Uh, if we miss something, because I always do, there's always something out there. <laughs> Let us know what we've missed and what we can add in. Uh, let's jump into some music. We're going to do a couple new tracks. Some of these new tracks, uh, bands that have either reached out, record labels we really enjoy. Uh, this first one is a band out of Boston, Massachusetts. They're called Moose Knuckle. And so Moose Knuckle put out, because there's even a Moose Knuckle that's here in Utah. I don't know if they're active anymore. But this is actually Moose Knuckle out of Boston. They put out the album uh, MK Ultra. This is track one. And they put that out on May 29th. Eric, that is spiky-haired anthem. As that song starts wrapping up, what do you think of Moose Knuckle? Have you, are you familiar with the band? Not familiar with the band. They've had some previous yeah. releases, and I've actually played them on the show before. So this is the new album. MK Ultra came out the end of May. I like this just being, you know, track number one. Came across it and like, you know, spiky-haired anthem that says something right about yeah. us punks. Simply puts an image in your head, right? I think they have a cool sound. I think they do. Get your oys in there for good measure. Right? Yes. So, again, they're out of Boston. Uh, You can go check them out at Moose Knuckle Punks on Facebook. All right. We're going to change gears here a little bit, and we're going to jump into a band called Trophy Jump. They put out an album called Haphazard, and I've been meaning to play these guys for a while. It just kind of slipped through the cracks. Uh, This track right here is called Comfort Zone, and these guys are... There we go. They're from Croatia. I played them on the show before, but before this was released. So, you know, bands from all over, cool sound, uh... What do you think of this one? We do definitely change gears, right? Definitely yeah. different type of uh, band.
So what'd you think? <laughs> That's fun. Reminded me of a lot of early uh, 90s Ramones core bands, like the uh, like queer screeching weasel type stuff. Sure. Yeah. But the, but yeah, those little uh, guitar leads and those little tidbits they throw in there, it's got a lot of, kind of got that uh, kind of lounge vibe to it. It's like, yeah, we're going to. We're just going to lay back. We're going to let her guitar do the talking, you know. <laughs> but it they, sounds smooth. It is. I, I think they're a cool band. Yeah. Uh, they formed, oddly enough, it's kind of a strange origin story, in 2014 in Long Beach, California. But they're doing their stuff. They're doing it. Yeah. But in Croatia, in Zagreb. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting story, right? Well, Croatia, but... Uh, geographically speaking, is just a big long beach, right? Just sticking <laughs> right out of the Balkans into the into the sea. <laughs> so they just uh, change of location, but not really change the scenery. Then, yeah, <laughs> that explains why it has that sound. <laughs> uh, their influences. So to kind of go along with what you said, the influences: Lagwagon, No Effects, Bad Religion, Strung Out, Rancid, right. No Use for a Name, Satanic Surfers, Strike Anywhere. Who are some that kind of stick out a little different than, you know, that, that, that list kind of, is, you know, that style of bands. But they also threw in uh, the Flatliners, uh, the Beatles. Look at that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're interested in those guys, uh, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Trophy Jump. Uh, Eric, we're going to jump into a band that you picked for the episode. So uh, Eric's got yeah. a couple tracks mixed in. Uh, if you haven't heard the interview that Eric and I did for Talking Punk on Punkanoi Worldwide, he briefly talked a little bit about this band. So we're going to jump into the bare minimum. Yes. <laughs> so this is on their album, Hit After Hit. Track's called Laptop Jockey. Yeah. Came out, uh, what, about five years ago? Yeah, 2014. Yep, March 25th. You, you've done a write-up. For this album, right? Yeah, I did. So, tell me a little bit about what you think of the band, the album. Well, the band, bare minimum, like I was uh, really getting into a lot of the wave of uh, Canadian punk that was coming in from uh, basically all basically all over the country, and this one stuck out because it had that kind of had that more hard. I don't want to say hardcore, but more like the. More like an early Rise Against sound to it. Okay. And and this song in particular, Laptop Jockey, stuck out to me because they're like referencing Pink Floyd a little bit with another brick in the wall part too. Okay. Like this part right here. Yeah. And awesome. I love their I love the guitar work because it's just like it's not just a riff, it's more like those little melodies that kind of carry the song. And they're really catchy. They're just like they're earworms, you know? Yes. <laughs> And that's what that's why I really love them too. And that album, hit after hit, is a very fitting title because I kept feeling like it was in like in that Nintendo game Punch Out. It's just like it just keeps hitting me. It's like I don't have a chance to breathe. <laughs> There's only ten tracks on here, but all of them are just like so solid. Not not one of them outshines the other. They're all like very consistent with the style they're putting out. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
played the bare minimum on the show before. I think Chris uh, made a pick. It wasn't even that long ago, so it was off a new album. Something, God, I wish I was better prepared with this, but something about like uh, where the raccoons, where you find the raccoons or some shit like that. <laughs> raccoons getting ran over by buses. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. Anyway, the, the track was cool. So that's the album that came out in 2014. They have yeah. new stuff too. Uh, cool band from Toronto. Toronto, that's where they're from. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so let's jump into the next track that you picked. It's a band called Overcharge. Tell me a little about Overcharge. Uh, Overcharge, another another band I got into courtesy of Slug. They're from Italy, which is uh, which is awesome for me because my family comes from Italy. So it's always nice knowing that there's some very decent metal coming out of that area. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like, well, they're metal, like, in the sense that Motorhead was a metal band. Cause sure, they, metal. Yeah. Even right, what I'm looking at right here says the metal punk. And that's kind of yeah. what, uh, you know, a lot of bands listen to, or not bands, but people listen to Motorhead. And a lot of people will consider them punk. A lot of people consider metal. Maybe oh, yeah. some songs are more of one than the other, but same thing right mm -hmm. here with Overcharge. Yeah, I feel like it caters to both of those guys. The guys are like the old, the old style, uh, you know, your Black Sabbath, Judas Priest style metal and but also has that intensity and that grime of punk rock in there. Like, right? as you hear it in there, it just comes out with that solo. Right? <laughs> and I love it. Really you get you one thing with that, uh, the motorcycle revving up. Yeah. And then, boom. band they got they do have a good sound i, I get yeah. the motorhead references uh real quick uh, another motorhead reference that reminded me uh matt freeman's band charger have you heard their new album oh no i haven't heard it but i've heard of them uh, yeah so we'll have to get that to you so you can take a, a listen we'll talk about that one on an upcoming episode but this band they're from italy like you said specifically they're from i don't even know if i'm gonna say it but, right but barisi uh, some yeah yeah Marisi <laughs> yeah uh, this track right here is accelerate and it's off of the you know it's a self-titled track off the album yeah accelerate and this album was released uh, a few years back as well uh, just like that last one this one was released in 2014 this came out September 30th of 2014. So you're picking uh, 2014 must have been a good year Eric yeah for me it was <laughs> <laughs> Some good tracks. Uh, it's a cool band. 
So you, you came across both those bands based on reviews that you were doing on Slug. Yeah, there was there were just albums that came in to me, and they're like, hey, can you listen to this and review this? I'm like, yes, I will. And, yeah, I went and listened to... Uh, uh, went and listened to this band, and it just was like, probably the best comparison I can make of it is like a discharge with guitar solos, pretty much. <laughs> right? Uh, it's cool, and I think guitar solos may be more prevalent in metal than in punk. Oh, yeah. But a lot of bands kind of blur those lines, and hence you get the metal punk, uh, as they're yeah. described. Uh, cool that the lyrics you can hear are in English. I always love it when those European bands and other bands yeah. put in English. I like hearing some of the other ones where I have no clue what they're saying. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier to relate to the music, too, when it's in English. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I really know what is. they're singing about. But even then, it's like, uh, well, English is, uh, in a lot of European countries, it's like it's a requirement to learn over there because, you know, Americanization, you know, we stick our dick in every hole that we can find, so... <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's part of like if you think about it too, you got to pick one, right? You got to pick one because so Italians are going to speak uh, uh, Italian, Spain they're going to speak Spanish, French, yeah. French, uh, Portugal's Portuguese, mm -hmm. German. Y you know, Switzerland does speak French, but you get to places like uh, Belgium and they're going to speak like three different languages and yeah. just in that country alone. So to learn one universal language, because if I want to communicate with you know if i'm from france and i want to communicate with all my bordering nations yeah you exactly. know you have to learn like eight different languages yeah. or you just learn the one and you know so we're fortunate that english happens to be the one but everybody gets to talk you know communicate because of yeah. that so it's not it's not just american you know americanization americanization of europe but it is it's so fortunate that we are such a large country and maybe influential amongst the world that, you know, we're the benefited. Yeah. It's not Chinese. And so everybody learns Chinese and that's how we all communicate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the, yeah, it is. It's more like the, uh, it makes sense for Italians. A lot of them are multilingual and it is, and it is dealing with, uh, uh, languages such as French and Spanish and even German. Cause you know, bordering nations, you know, Europe is about the size of the United States. So, right. And, you know, people travel a lot. They go across the borders, you know, a, you know, a five-hour train ride, you're in a totally different country. They're speaking a totally different language, so it makes sense that they learn that. But English is kind of like, well, yeah, because America is one of the – the United States of America is one of the powerhouses of, of the global network. Right. So it makes sense that, you know, you're going to get a lot of people that will speak that language, so you want to be able to speak with that in there. Sure. So English is one of those languages. Yeah, you can you can learn to speak it even as even as early as elementary school. I hear that they're doing now. That's awesome. Yeah, and it helps so, helps us because yeah. I'm not going to learn 15 different languages to go over to Europe. I, yeah. I want to learn one or two, but I, there's no way I'm getting uh, that yeah. many. And it's hard. So it's like it it really makes sense to have them to have them come in at a very early age so you learn your your mother's tongue, you know, be it Italian. And at the same time, you're learning English alongside that, so you're learning at the same rate. Sure. Whereas opposed to me, where it's like I'm in my 20s, and I speak Italian at maybe the level of a five-year-old. So. <laughs> well, speaking so. of uh, Italian <laughs> bands, we were we were punk rock bowling together not that long ago. Did you catch the Faz Waltz set, another Italian band? No, I didn't. Uh, I missed that one. <laughs> they're a cool band. We've played them on the show a few times. Uh, they're that Bava rock sound. I don't know if you've heard much. That Baba rock, the kind of glam rock. Yeah. Uh, hard to describe. It, you just have to hear it. Suede Razors is another one of those bands. Hard Wax, 
bunch of your the, the, some of those European bands, Suede Razors uh, being here uh, in the U.S., San Francisco, but just a cool kind of throwback sound, but kind of mixed in with uh, you know your street punk or oi something like that. It's cool. Right. All right, so we're gonna play a band. Uh, Abby Ooze reached out to me a few months ago. I'm just now getting to. There's a bunch of bands that have reached out, and I'm trying to get to them. Uh, I, I like the sounds. This is kind of like a, a garage rock sound. Alright, so Abby Ooze, go check out her Bandcamp page. Uh, if you're into what she does, reach out to her. Uh, I like her backstory. Uh, you know, just as far as, you know, she recorded this. This is this album's called Bad Egg, parentheses, it's Bedroom Session. So, you know, it's kind of a recorded a lot of stuff, put together solo, kind of herself, and brought some other musicians in to kind of help her record this. Uh, this particular track is called Into... And uh, I think she released this back in December. But again, you can go, it's uh, like six tracks. You can go get the cassette if you want a hard copy of it. Uh, but if you want to check this out, it's got a cool garage punk sound. We've we played a lot of garage rock, garage punk on the show in the last few months. So uh, another female band, just like the Darts and some others, that kind of have that garage sound. So let's listen to Into from Abby Ooze. out there if you want to find overcharge you can find them at overcharge rnr on facebook eric have you listened to much garage rock or garage punk recently i think it's kind of growing uh, you know as a genre yeah. or a sub-genre rather yeah not really uh not really garage rock proper i would say like uh like definitely not stuff as intense as this has been on my radar lately um but what i have been listening to is uh certain punk rock bands that do incorporate that uh, over wa- distorted wall of sound style like that i guess you say uh, the distortion type thing sure and one thing i notice is like they're incorporating that with a lot of uh indie style stuff where it's like a uh, really harmonious guitars and uh uh just your, your skinny white kid with a crew cut and your uh <laughs> your thick spec glasses you know right you, you think of like your early weezer they kind of look like that um but it's not so like uh not so laid back as like that early 90s emo stuff. In fact, it's really abrasive and also really melodic at the same time. Uh, a couple of bands that come to mind would be like a, uh, the Dirty Nil or Pup and even like the first Fiddler record. They all have that 
Now I'll have that same vibe to it where it's like incorporating a lot of garage elements into even uh, skate, surf, punk, and indie. Right. And really just kind of bridging the gap, kind of bringing in these new, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess, you, I guess I would say hipster kids and just kind of like, okay, this is an introductory band to kind of get you into, all right, so you heard Fiddler. Now you can go in and you can hear like a TSOL or, you know, Agent Orange or stuff that kind of influenced that style of music. Right. So, uh, and yeah, the what really stands out to me on that is just the use of their just that monolithic s- distortion that just kind of covers the entire <laughs> record, right. and that's something I notice all these bands are kind of doing uh, that are very similar. They all have their own sounds, but that style seems to just flow through every single one of them. All right, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, that's about as far as garage rock as I've gotten into. <laughs> Well, there's a sample on this episode. We've been all over the place, you know, from your straight ahead, just punk rock with Moose Knuckle to maybe a little more poppy sound with uh, Trophy Jump, uh, hardcore sound, you know, metal punk rather, uh, with Overcharge, and now right into our garage with uh, Abby Ooze. Abby, thank you for reaching out and sharing your music with us, and we're happy to share your music on the show. This part of the show, we talk about bands that are on tour, and it's always bands that are going to make their way through Salt Lake. So Corrupted Youth tonight are actually playing. Yep. I was just <laughs> thinking about that. Yes. I got a notification. I was like, hey, remember this is tonight. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> so Corrupted Youth is playing tonight here in Salt Lake. They were going to be playing with uh, Oi Scouts. Uh, last weekend, there was that Fuck You, We Rule Okay in Oklahoma that yeah. Thing they do in Tulsa. Something happened there. I have no idea. But after that, uh, Oi Scouts had to, you know, I don't want to say postpone, but the pull off of the tour that they were doing with Corrupted Youth. And they do mm-hmm. a lot of tours with Corrupted Youth. But yeah. anyway, Corrupted Youth, that's who we're going to talk about because they're still on tour. They've played a bunch of shows recently. And we're going to play a track from Corrupted Youth. They had something new come out called Know Your Enemy. And they have a track called American Dream. I was thinking about going to the show tonight because I actually heard the EP. It's a four-track EP. And I'm hoping they have, like, a vinyl copy of it. And I would love to get out there and get a, a copy of it. That, that This just came out on June 28th. So this is uh, Brand New Corrupted Youth. Let's listen to a little bit of American Dream, and then we'll go over where you can see these guys still on their tour.
not familiar with Corrupted Youth, they're from East LA, Boyle Heights area over there, uh, California. They're on Evacuate Records. They did one of the club shows at Punk Rock Bowling. I think it was the one with Naked Aggression, Corrupted Youth. Yeah, that was it. A couple other ones. Uh, was that one that you went to? No, that was... I wanted to go to that one, but I was at another one that night. I think it was The Exploited. That's yes. When I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Iron Reagan. Yeah, the Iron yeah. Reagan pop-up show. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, they did the club show there. They've been on tour for a while. These guys are always touring. Uh, you can find them on Facebook at Corrupted Youth Street Punk. Uh, cool band. I really like this uh, album. Uh, I was planning on playing it for the show. Just barely heard that EP today, and I heard all four tracks. It's awesome. Again, I'm hope, hopefully going to get over to that show and see it tonight. Uh, if you're hearing this show, you'll probably have missed it you won't uh they're gonna be going on in like two hours here yeah. maybe three hours <laughs> but uh july 12th they're gonna be in reno with a class system that's a cool band out of california they're gonna be playing at gilman in berkeley on july 13th july 16th uh till two club san diego california july 20th they're gonna be playing at blue spade 75 in east los angeles and then they're going to be playing the House of Machines in Los Angeles with Youth Brigade Days and Days on August 3rd, which is going to be, a, it's actually a punk rock bowling show. Punk rock bowling does it throughout the year, uh, a couple yeah. shows. So that Youth Brigade Days and Days and then Corrupted Youth is also on that. That'll be in L.A. Cool band, man. Uh, haven't had a chance to see them. They, they travel, I've, I've seen, toured a lot with Oi Scouts. And two good bands, I'm familiar with their music, didn't know that that new album was coming out but uh after i'd heard it i thought wow that's really cool and uh, i was you know i was planning on playing something older again didn't know it was coming out so hoping to get a you know take a, a listen yeah. to them tonight too bad no oi scouts for whatever their their reasons are uh no, have you seen corrupted youth they them and the oi scouts yeah. seem to come through at least once a year maybe every six months yeah, to a year here yeah on average uh they've been for the past uh, two years, I know they've been here like uh, two or three times. Uh, I didn't see the Oi Scouts when they came through, but I did see Corrupted Youth play when the uh, when the virus came through at Area Fifty One. Right. Yeah, and that yeah that was one of the bands that stuck out to me because I was there for a, a lot of different bands. I was there for uh, obviously the virus and uh, Endless Struggle did the reunion show at that right. at that show. Uh, but Corrupted Youth, I was just amazed at like the power of their, of their music because they're. Like the album, it, even as I was listening to it in the song, it was like I forget how just aggressive these guys are. Like even more aggressive than any street punk band I've heard in the last like maybe five or six years. Right. And I, I don't know what it is. Like either that's either they got a really good uh, pro production on their record, or maybe it's just the attitude behind it. I mean, they come out from L.A., so they <laughs> and millions of bands come out from L.A. like every year, so they must right. have something to prove up in there. Sure, a lot of bands to play with, maybe a lot of bands to learn from. But again, like yeah. you said, prove. Uh, I'm sure there's a show every night in that L.A. area, oh, yeah. right? In you know Southern California. So if you want people to be coming out to your shows, you have to do something to stand out. And I, these guys are exceptional. And that's why they get invited to stuff like punk rock bowling, and that's why they're always on tour. Yeah, it's a cool band. Uh, I, I like Corrupted themselves. Youth. Uh, they're at Corrupted Youth Street Punk on Facebook. Uh, Eric, let's uh, let's jump into another song that you picked. Uh, yeah. Band we've played on the show before. This is <laughs> Slaves. Yes. 
sheer up cool to London. man. Uh, so you and wild. I have both seen him twice. Yep. Right? And, you know, who knows if they're going to come back again. They play Europe. They play a lot of huge festivals in Europe and in, in the UK all the time. Yeah. Uh, Cheer Up London's awesome. Have you seen the music video? It's a, it's a great music video. Oh, I haven't seen the video yet. Just check the music video out. This is off of Are You Satisfied? Came out uh, 2015. Yeah. guys uh laurie and isaac man they put out a lot of noise for just two guys <laughs> quite the show i mean that that year that they were a punk rock bowling for sure one of the best stage performances oh absolutely any band it was just two guys yeah and they also played the big stage which yeah. was even cooler because they did their best to really make it an intricate setup like I love the fact that the singer is also the drummer, so he can't really move around a lot, but he still managed to like find a time to go out into the audience while uh, uh, the other guy, the guitarist slash bassist, is holding down the rhythm and keeping the intensity flowing. Right. Yeah. And also that's another thing, this is another band, uh, a good example of a band that incorporates the noise element and the wall of sound. Right. You know, it, they kind of remind me of a band like if the Toy Dolls uh, formed in Detroit. <laughs> You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, they are awesome. Uh, definitely one of my favorite finds of the year, thanks to Peter Jones when he he, he mentioning to us, me and Chris, uh, you know that he'd seen them and that they were just a band that played and just couldn't believe how much noise just two guys <laughs> on stage put out, and then start hearing. And their new album came out last year in August. That was great. Uh, they're a really cool band. They're from Kent over there in uh, UK. Uh, How did you come across them? Um, it was it was punk rock bowling. That was uh, like I said, one of the few bands that uh, stuck out to me that year. I think it was like uh, 2017. Yeah, I think that year. And yeah, apart from them being like the only band that had a that was just two people, right? And still was putting out a <laughs> a full band sound. Uh, yeah, their presence really. Uh, yeah, it really got to me. Just the sheer aggression and just kind of the snotty attitude reminded me of old school uh, 70s punk rock. Sure. You know, and it also helps that they're from Britain, too, you know, where it all started. So they kind of have that element in there already. And, and yeah, then I saw them again like a year and a half later uh, here in Salt Lake City at the Crucial Fest. And I didn't put two and two together until I was watching them. Right. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, Slaves. I know that name somewhere. I know where I've seen that 
oh, it's that band. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember these guys. And they're still just so fucking crazy. I know. <laughs> and so the big stage is, you know, it's cool to see two guys just control such a big stage. But, you know, it's up higher. And then here at Crucial Fest, much smaller stage, smaller yeah. venue. But, man, those guys are all over the place, just, like, climbing over barriers, moving their kit, the drum kit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lori, with his guitar, just cruising through, like, the, the circle pit while he's playing. Yeah. Didn't skip a beat. Everything was awesome. Such a cool band to uh, go see. Their sound is just so tight, even while it's live, and they're acting as manic and as crazy as they are. Like, right. It's not like the Sex Pistols where like someone is behind the amp doing the bass lines for Sid up on stage. It's like, no, these guys are doing it all. Yeah. <laughs> We're not. It's like, you, what you say is what you get. Exactly. <laughs> and what you get is a bunch of chaos. <laughs> Well, but it's controlled. <laughs> those two guys are great. If you want to find them, if you you know we've played them on uh, Punkcast uh, quite a few times. They're a great band. Uh, any chance you have to see them, it's well worth the money, whatever the ticket price. Uh, they're uh, at Slaves on Facebook. They even have a website called youareallslaves.com. Uh, you <laughs> and you can find them all over the place. YouTube, again, they have a bunch of cool videos, but they had uh, one for Cheer Up London. Uh, again, that album came out, yeah. uh, when was it? 2015. So June 1st, 2015, just almost yeah. a little over four years old now, that one. A little bit. It still sounds fresh. <laughs> yeah. They, they looked, uh, younger faces and Lori had a lot less tattoos back then. Lori yeah. is covered in tattoos now. Yeah. Typical. Which, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're still so cheeky. Like it's just so, it's got that dead Kennedy's vibe to it where it's very serious issues, but it's told in a satirical sense. Yes. Cheer I, up London. It's yes. not that bad. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to jump into <laughs> a great cover to cover album. So what I've been doing on recent episodes uh, is picking bands off of violated records. There's a whole bunch of cool bands off of violated records. And this one right here is going to be Billy Club. So they came out with the album Generation Time Bomb. And I'm gonna, we're going to jump into first track from this one. So we're going to play three tracks. This first one's called My Life. Have you heard of Billy Club before? I heard of them. The name, yeah, the name sounds familiar. But this will be my first time listening to them properly. Well, we got three tracks off of Generation Time Bomb. This one's called My Life. Oh 
Billy Club. What a cool band, man. These guys have been around since, I think, like, 95. Really? Uh, they started, and they're from Bolton over there in the UK. This specific album, though, came out more recent. It's uh, one of their more recent releases, February 29th. It's a leap year of 2016. <laughs> uh, isn't it a cool song? I think they have a great sound. I like that. All right, so loud, fast, hardcore. Uh, these have a, a cool punk band. These guys, again, they're from Bolton. Uh, this next track is going to be Changing Times. So I, I think they even have kind of that with that hardcore sound, that kind of thrashy rock sound to, yeah. to maybe more so in some of the other songs. I listened to the whole album. And that's a, it's a long album. You're definitely getting uh, a shit ton of music. These guys have a Bandcamp page. Again, you can get it from Violated Records. If you want to get digital, this is a 19-track album that you can get on Bandcamp. This one, uh, digital for six euros. Well, that's pounds. Sorry, that's pounds. <laughs> they're, they're the UK. So six pounds, you're going to get 19 tracks. Right. That's awesome. Band from Bolton over in the UK, Billy Club. What do you think of so far? We're a track and a half in. Well, the thing that I think what stands out to me most is the uh, guy's voice. Like it's a, uh, it's shouting and singing at the same time, which is I don't know. I don't I don't really hear that a lot in uh, uh, punk rock bands that come out these days. It's really kind of one or the other. This guy seems right? to be doing a bit of both, and it really kind of fits their uh, uh, very hyperactive style, where it's kind of uh, it's like yeah, we're. Still old school punk rock, but we're, uh, but we're still hard enough to be considered like a hardcore band. Right. Uh, I think they're cool. It's again, you know, doing this podcast, we get to come across so much music, and and thanks to, to Pat Society, Violated Records, sending a, a bunch of stuff uh, our way. We get to check out all kinds of cool stuff. So that's why uh, I'm doing all these Violated Records for my great cover to cover albums because I'm just hearing a cool album, cool album after another. And uh, this Generation Time Bomb is definitely worth checking out. Uh, we have one more track. We're going to jump into uh, last track, Syndicate. It's a shorter one. Uh, one minute, 50 seconds. But these guys are, just like you said, they kind of have that furious pace. Yeah. Let's get going. It's those drums that keep it so manic. Right? It's on point.
cool band. Again, I think that, especially the, the you mentioned the vocalist, uh, I, I think him for sure, that they come across with that sound of uh, like the 80s thrash bands into the like the 90s, early 90s hardcore yeah. bands. They kind of have that sound, but like I say, especially that vocalist, just hear a lot of that. And I think it's cool in a way, refreshing. And I say that, I mean, they're from 95, so that was their era anyway, right. but... Well, coming out with a, a newer album, and it's a really cool album anyway, uh, and I just like, I think it's a cool sound. Yeah. You definitely hear a lot, uh, especially in that last track, I was hearing a lot more of their uh, thrash stuff in there, especially in that little uh, bridge part. Right. It was like, uh, it reminded me of a lot of like a Judas Priest or Iron Maiden, where they're yes. having those little uh, guitar harmonies. And it's just a little bit in there, so it's like not enough to overpower the sure uh, the punk aesthetic of it. <laughs> but I it's agree. Like, it's just, yeah, a little something on top for you guys. When I hear that, and again, 19 tracks, there's a lot to hear. It's, it's cool. Yeah. They, they have a, a few albums. Again, you can go to Violated Records. Go check out their band camp. If you want to check them out specifically, you can go to their Facebook page, which is at billyclub.billyclub. And they have a website. Uh, oh, that's actually their, their band camp. So Billy Club UK on band camp. And then they have at Billy Club HC on Twitter, at Billy Club UK on Instagram. And like most bands nowadays, you can go find them on Spotify if you've got that as well. Cool band, man. And again, Violated Records, thank you for sending that out. Billy Club, thanks for putting out a cool album. Eric, we're going to jump into the last track you have for this episode. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's... So you went on this episode. We had this discussion before we started. Uh you know some of the theme that we've been doing maybe with punk and oi worldwide and even uh stuff that we've done with uh punk cast and you went kind of international with you know canadian band uh italian band uk band and now we're going to brazil yes nuclear weapon 77 yes and i heard this one earlier i think it's cool yeah. uh the ghost of how do you say that I think it's pronounced on your BC. On your yeah. BC. On your BC. Okay.
All right, so Nuclear Weapon 77, or as it's stylized a lot, NW77. Yeah. Uh, you can find them on Facebook at NW77Music. Uh, again, like you said, they're from Brazil. They, yeah. they show that their genre is hardcore metal crossover. A lot of their influences are a lot of cool hardcore, hardcore punk and metal bands uh, like Bad Brains, Sick of It All, no, Suicidal Tendencies, sorry. Uh, Anthrax, DRI, Slayer, oh, Sick of It All was there. Danzig, Misfits, uh, some names in Portuguese that I probably won't be able to pronounce very well. <laughs> Uh, but this is cool. I hadn't heard of them before, and I think they have a great sound, like a really cool hardcore sound. And I, yeah. uh, I love the vocalist. Goes really well with the music. Yeah, it does. A very high pitched side. Yeah. Kind of like the, uh, kind of like in the same vein as uh, Iron Reagan does it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with Ghost BC, but does that have something to do with that? Oh, I, never I just say because Ghost, and <laughs> I know the guy in Ghost. Uh, has some name and there's been a couple of the singers yeah, like the main guy that Papa Emeritus or something right. like that Emeritus is, I wonder if there's a, a reference to that maybe I don't know it's, it's possible they uh, one of the other tracks it was, it was a toss up between this one and one of the other songs that does have a reference to uh, uh, to Slayer it's called Hanamania okay and it's actually like they're uh, as the name suggests it's a tribute to the late uh, Slayer guitarist Jeff Hanneman who you know, died sometime around, the, sometime uh, before the album was released. I think it was a couple years, couple years before that. Okay. Yeah. So obviously, it's like they took it to heart, and they're like, "We're gonna write a song about the, about that guy." <laughs> yeah. But I chose this one just because it stuck out to me more. The Hanamania stuck out with me for the title. So, uh, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they were making a reference there. Yeah, I'm but, not familiar. I, I know of the yeah. band, know some of the music of Ghost BC, but not familiar enough to know if. Yeah, that might have been a direct I have reference. Their Facebook no page is listing their general manager as uh, the Onger Onger BC, but I don't I don't <laughs> know. Uh, it was a good pick. We wrap up the show now with metal tracks, and that's kind of metal like. So that's why we put yeah. that there. Uh, the theme I've been doing with metal, I kind of went with uh, Power Man Five Thousand because they were here in Salt Lake uh, a couple weeks back. And they're actually yeah. going to be coming again later in the year. Some cool bands. Uh, we'll get to that later in the year. But uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to go in that vein of metal for a little bit. So I went Power Man 5000. I went uh, White Zombie. Then I yeah. did Scum of the Earth. And now, you know, kind of all together because they all kind of have their own link there. Uh, I'm going to do a little Rob Zombie on this episode. So some Rob Zombie off of the Sinister Urge. This is never going to stop. We're going to wrap this episode up. There's a lot of cool Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie, uh, you know, he's been doing his movies, so he doesn't do as much with the music But he, yeah. as far as new music goes. But he has been touring pretty regularly the last oh, couple yeah. of years. He's come through like uh, at least three times in the last five years, I would say. I've seen him two of those times already, too. I think once with Marilyn Manson, and he came another time with Marilyn Manson that I think I missed. And then I saw him with Slipknot a few years back as well. Oh, was, was it Slipknot? Or maybe I'm blurring it. No, I think it was Corn. Corn, that's what it was. The Night of the yes. Living Dreads. Yes. Because <laughs> both him and Jonathan Davis have that's major what it was. dreadlocks. Same year yeah. I saw Slipknot too. So, yes, it was the Corn. Yeah. And so I've seen him twice. I think I missed last year, but I saw him the two years previous to that. So he's still pretty active. Uh, I've been a big fan, you know, White Zombie all the way back. And, uh, 
love what Spider One does, with, and they're, they're great live. Power Man Five Thousand, Scum of the Earth. If you like White Zombie and Rob Zombie, you know, and you missed that episode, Scum of the Earth is another one you want to go check out. Uh, we'll listen to this and come back for some final thoughts on the show. just talking about a little bit of rob zombie as rob zombie wraps up uh eric you got any final thoughts it was a great episode i thank everybody for joining and i thank you for joining and doing the co-hosting thing with me since chris is going to be a little busy and sidetracked for a bit uh i look forward to any of the episodes you're going to be able to jump on and do any final thoughts for this episode well first off thanks for having me thanks for choosing me i was yeah i was stoked to get on here i was looking forward to it all week um I guess what I want to say is like, uh, you know, we kind of went around the world in this episode. You know, we started off in the started off in our homeland of the U.S. of A. and went over to the U.K. went out to Croatia, uh, hung out in hung out in Canada a little bit, and also south of us with Brazil. And I uh, guess if it's a testament to anything, it's just like uh, keep your ears open to all countries because you know you never know when. Uh, where another punk band's gonna come from. I mean, punk is worldwide. It's been around forever, and it's working its way to, I guess I would say, infect the entire planet until everybody is punk rock. Right? <laughs> it's a good, the good kind of infection, spreading like a right. virus. No, it's not I even the infection, it. it's the cure. That's, you, there Pun you intended. Go. <laughs> better word there, better wording. Uh, final thought I forgot to mention earlier in the show. I'm going to mention on a, a couple of the upcoming shows uh, that there was a, a top 15 punk rock podcasts on the internet put together on Feedspot. So if you go to blog.feedspot.com backslash punk underscore rock underscore podcasts, or if you just go look up punk rock podcasts on Feedspot, it'll help you. What that website does kind of helps 
set you up to to catch you know blogs and, and podcasts and stuff like that automatically and they were cool enough all the people that put that list together to include us on that list as far as top 15 punk rock podcasts uh we were pleasantly surprised and, and very humbled to to have been included on there you know we do this for the passion for the love of the music and the scene and so it's really cool that uh, there's a, enough people out there that that check us out uh, we made their list super cool. Go check out that list. Other cool podcasts to listen to, you know, different formats and different styles of how they, they like to talk about punk. Uh, Eric, uh, thank you. I look forward to you coming back again. And uh, all the best with your bands, Anonymous, Suburban Hellkill. You got some cool stuff coming up with those. Oh, yeah. Going to uh, practice with them tonight now. <laughs> uh, maybe on the, the next time that we have you on, maybe it's even going to be the next episode, we'll have to play Anonymous on our, our metal tracks to wrap it up. Yeah. We've played, I think, pretty much everything Suburban Hellkill has recorded yeah. that we can play. But uh, we haven't played Anonymous yet, so I think we're due for some Anonymous. Absolutely. I'd, I'd be down to have... Uh, We've only got one song, and it's a long one. It's about six minutes, you know, <laughs> old school metal fashion, you know, but just just a lot of riffs trying to fit into one song. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's cool, and uh, I look forward to it, and I look forward to having you back. Uh, even though Chris wasn't able to join us, uh, here's a little Chris for everybody. Play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.